It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to ATL Day Ones coming up today. Can you please put some respect on Atlanta sports name and the Braves takeover of the All-Star Game is complete. So now what? And for the culture, what superstar would you like to pull up? Time to shine, fam. This is ATL Day Ones, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. And it starts now. What's up, ATL Day Ones family? We appreciate you guys for making ATL Day Ones part of your day. ATL Day Ones is part of the Locked On Sports Network, your teams every single day. And of course, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. And we are getting started today with our guy, Dylan Matthews, host over at 92.9 The Game of the Hometown Take. Appreciate you for stopping by and let's dive right in because we got a lot to cover today, starting off with Tuesday. You know, Dylan, you and I were talking about this along with our executive producer, Aaron Freeman, Mm -hmm. just about how sports goes in this town, right? right? And how others feel about it versus how we feel about it. I thought Tuesday was another great day of sports. Braves had eight players who were selected as all-stars. We got to see the entire infield at one point in the game. Good look for us. Then we got the news also that Ryan Howard got her call up to the all-star game. That's a good look for the Dream who have won five straight. And now she's finally getting her flowers after everybody was thinking, okay, what's going on? So now they have three all-star all-stars for Saturday's game, Saturday's WNBA game, and even the United. United's getting back on the pitch tonight against the Revs. Two wins in a row, going for a third one. So I was thinking to myself, however, Dylan, we keep seeing these shaky articles about the Falcons, and you and I will talk about that in a moment. Mm -hmm. But these are wins. So is it now time? Can people finally put some respect on the city's name in sports? They should have been put some respect on our name. I mean – uh, we got to go back to 2018. This, this, and, and while it, again, MLS is still growing, but who won an MLS Cup back in 2018? If you, if you want to go bef- uh, back before that, I know, you know, what happened, we don't like to speak of. But in 2016, we were in a Super Bowl. 2018, won an MLS Cup. 2021, we won a World Series. And now we're just continuing to win, continuing to collect W's, as you talked about, to open. So, why the heck not? Are we get why why aren't we getting respect put on our name? We got all stars on on the Braves. We got all stars on the Dream. Atlanta United starting to pick back up their play, starting to play well again. I mean, the Hawks are are locking up dudes. They're in, hopefully primed for a, a bigger season. And the Falcons looking like they're going to be a playoff team this year. So we need to go ahead and get that respect put back on our name that we are a sports town. It's not just a place you come. Right. to have brunch and go to the club and enjoy some lemon pepper wings at a certain establishment. You come here because you love to go to sporting events as well. You love to go see, uh, watch the Braves at Truist Park. You love to go see the Dream down in College Park. You love to watch uh, the Atlanta Hawks at State Farm Arena. All of it, Atlanta United and Mercedes-Benz Stadium along with the Falcons. So this now should be a, a town where we talk about there is a certain prestige and there's a certain standard to this town. We talk about our sports teams. Our, the, again, the Braves are winning. 
the Atlanta Dreamer turning things around, winning five in a row like you talked about. Atlanta United's picking back up. They're in the hunt for a playoff spot. We just talked about what the Falcons could possibly do this season. So, yes, it is most definitely time to put some respect on the city of Atlanta when it comes to being a sports town. Like I said, not just a party town, not just a brunch town, not where you just come to post some Instagram pictures, but a sports town all the same. So, yes, put some respect on Atlanta's name. I agree, too. And in listening to the broadcast last night, it was it seemed like it was painful for the broadcasters to say that the Braves were the best team in baseball. So yes. they said, yeah, 61 team, you know, best team in the NL. Excuse me? Are right. you trying to relegate them just to the National League? No. They literally went into Tampa Bay and took a series mm-hmm. and smoked them. And, yeah, I know they lost their game, but the point being they made a statement. To yes. let everybody know that we're not just the best in the National League. We believe that we are the best in this league. And it was on display last night having the entire infield be Braves, but also seeing other Braves get that call and, you know, getting that honor. So I think that's something where maybe the town, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's not a bad thing for you all to keep the respect off our names because, hey, maybe we'll have a chip on our shoulders and it'll, right. it'll prove itself come October for the Braves. And then, you know, even for the dream, people don't don't realize the moves that they've made to be in the position that they are to win five straight games. Tanisha Wright and company, they've been doing a lot behind uh, the scenes, right? Mm-hmm. To be able to get this team to where they are, to be able to, they went after, they negotiated their way up to the number one spot last year. They right. went up and they got Haley Jones this year as well. So the things that they're doing, and they got Alicia Gray from yep. the wings. So some of the best players, they're doing things. And even here's something about United, right? They're starting to look good. We're starting to see some things that Gonzalo Bonetta has been trying to put in place, but now Bonetta has it's seemingly what he needs right. in, in the, the formula to win. But Garth Lagerway and company were not, relegated to settling right they still said hey we're going to go out and we're going to get ourselves some players going to make some moves that you know maybe a little bit frustrating and maybe a little bit questionable to some but they can see the bigger picture as well and like you said wrapping up with the falcons i think that people i hate to say pleasantly surprised but i think because people are kind of overlooking them i would have to say that what they end up doing which we do think that they have every shot at winning the division that indeed they're going to quote unquote surprise some people now speaking of the Falcons. We are what it's July 12th. So we're less than two weeks out from training camp, right? Less than two weeks out from our annual trek to flowery branch, but we are also two more weeks into list season. So so the most recent list that came up, of course, was the ESPN list of really breaking down every position and giving their top 10. And it wasn't just ESPN national reporter, Jeremy Fowler, but it was also their analyst, Matt Bowen, coaches, executives, scouts coming up with this particular list. And I want to go down the list of the top 10 and then kind of get your thoughts on where one of our, one of our, the Falcons guys landed. One of the guys who we think you sleep on a lot too. Pat Sertain, he's the uh, Denver Broncos. Of course, he got the number one ranking. Uh, Sauce Gardner with the Jets was number two. Jalen Ramsey now with the Dolphins, number three. Jair Alexander with the Packers, four. Darius Slay with the Eagles, five. Marlon Humphrey at six with the Ravens. Marshawn Lattimore with the Saints at seven. Trayvon Diggs with the Cowboys at eight. Denzel Ward with the Browns and wrapping it up, at 10 was A.J. Terrell. Now, 
that is definitely a list that you can applaud. Yeah. But real talk, do you feel like AJ landed on that list where he was supposed to? No, definitely yeah. not. I think he should be above Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah. And honestly, I understand. Like, I get it. Trayvon Diggs, he gets a lot of interceptions. I understand. Takeaways are important in the NFL. If you can yeah. help your defense turn the ball over and give your offense extra possessions, I get it. It's very valuable. I'm not trying to undermine what Trayvon Diggs does. I'm mm -hmm. not trying to undermine his skill set. But let's call a spade a spade. The man gives up yards left and right. Like, he is getting thrown to because quarterbacks know and offensive know, and offenses know and, and coaches know and offensive coordinators know. They all know that while he may get some interceptions, he's probably going to end up giving that wide receiver a, a good amount of yards. Like yeah. he, he's he's not a guy. He's not a he's not a Revis Island guy. He's right. not a guy that's just going to completely shut down one side of the field. Not at all. Like like people aren't necessarily scared to throw Trayvon Diggs his way. Now he's gonna he's gonna get you if you try to you know maybe fit a ball in a tight window. He he can do as a, as his wide receiver background shows. He, mm -hmm. can, he can jump some routes. He has good hands and I.e. that's why he has all those interceptions. But exactly. I just think as an overall player and as a as a cornerback, I look at more so how you impact the game. If you yes. I, I would rather have one side of the field just be completely shut off mm -hmm. than a dude that's going to give up a lot of yards. I mean, again, he may get you a lot of interceptions, but he's going to give up a lot of yards. I'd much rather have a dude that can just shut down a side of the football field where quarterbacks like, nope, I'm not even thinking about throwing that way. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm not going there. And that's more of what the side A.J. Terrell is on. Mm -hmm. Dudes don't even throw A.J. Terrell's way. They look the other way when A.J. Terrell's out there on the field. So with that being said, I think he should be over Trayvon Diggs, and I think he's a better overall player than Marshawn Lattimore, too. So with yeah. Marshawn Lattimore boy, coming in at seven, I mm -hmm. think I think, I think think A.J. should have been in that spot. Yeah, I felt like – and it was interesting because when I looked at, like you said, seven through ten, because I'm okay with one through six, right? Yeah. I think yeah. that those were probably viable. You might even kind of mix those sure. numbers up. But the players yeah. who made it in one through six, I think we're all comfortable with. But I thought it was interesting yeah. that Marshawn Lattimore got to number seven because, number one, if we're being real, it seems like every list kind of has the Saints player or coach or coordinator – <laughs> ahead of the right. Falcons like it's yeah. amazing I don't care if it's a QB list which who in this division is better than Desmond Ritter give me a break as right. far as like hey Bryce Young is a rookie and mm -hmm. um, not that he even <laughs> mentioned what's going on in Tampa Bay good luck with that but um, you know, I just say that to say even we know that Arthur Smith has been at the bottom of a lot of rankings for right football coaches best football coaches in the league but the Saints, in just about every one of those rankings, they've been ahead of the Falcons. And Marshawn Lattimore is no different. But then when you read what the scouts are saying, the NFL official may, actually made this comment, quote, mm. complete package, man-to-man -man coverability, has speed and size, physical and run support, and very competitive. Can someone please tell me... Where's the flaw? Yeah, because that to me... <laughs> is what you should be saying about A.J. Terrell as well. If that's the feedback that you're giving for him as well, yeah, you're saying that he can play press man or he can play zone, he's got good feet, but you're also not giving him credit for the fact that he does provide great run support as well. He does right. not mind blocking and tackling. If you're going to get to the second level or third level, you got to get past A.J. Terrell. Mm -hmm. That said, I feel like that was the thing that maybe made me scratch my head because – 
he's done everything that Marshawn Lattimore has done. And I still feel like, to your point, folks are going to throw Marshawn Lattimore's way. Nobody throws A.J. Terrell's way at all. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to kind of see as we look at some of the other positions if we have any reactions to (laughs) any, you know, Falcons getting into the top 10 or not getting into the top 10. We shall definitely see. And, of course, we teased you guys. We talked a little bit about the Braves earlier. We're going to come back to talking about them as well in just a moment. But what we want to talk to you guys about right now is bird dogs. Bird dogs, they can really make you look good. Why? Because this is a stretch khaki short. It's designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. And let's be real, it's hot girl and hot boy summer in Atlanta. So, you know, you want to put on something (laughs) that's going to make you look slim and trim. So Uh. this might be just the product for you. Bird dogs, shorts, do the exact same thing. It's like Lululemon. For a lot of our, our female audience, just to kind of give them a reference point, but they're truly a sculpted look, if not fitting better than your Lululemon. So this fit way better than regular shorts. They're made of a stiff, restricting cotton, and that's how you get that slim look, if you will. And Bird Dogs, they have in anything that they've had, like an issue, they'll go back and they'll fix it. They're constantly getting better and improving the knit fabric that looks just like khaki. Bird Dog also uses anti-stink sweat. And you know, if you are out there jogging in Piedmont Park, you need that in your life. So definitely (laughs) check out Bird Dogs. It's a good look. I know for me, I'm excited because my Bird Dogs order is coming in any minute now. I've talked to a lot of my colleagues and they've said that they love the product as well. Our executive producer flashed his Tumblr earlier. So yeah, I got some FOMO. So I can't wait to get my (laughs) Tumblr. But more importantly, I can't wait to come back and tell you guys what the fit is for me, like my colleagues have said for themselves. So go to birddogs.com slash locked on. You can enter the promo code locked on for a free Yeti style Tumblr with your order, the Tumblr I just mentioned. But again, that's birddogs.com slash locked on or promo code locked on for a free Tumblr. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you, but don't forget about that product because yeah, bird dogs is truly a good look. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. And you know what else is a good look, Dylan? The Braves. The Braves mm-hmm. are looking the part. I think that even on the biggest stage last night, we talked about some of the great things that we liked about what we saw, right? So the National League finally cracked the code. It's been since 2012, <laughs> 11 years it took them, but they cracked the code last night in getting the 3-2 win over the American League. And it was kind of cool. I actually enjoyed the game. I watched this one Uh, start to finish and I thought it was a really good game but also admittedly I was watching because it was a delight to see all of those Braves up on the biggest stage so that said what did you like about the game and more importantly what did you like about what you saw in the Braves I thought the game was actually pretty entertaining. I think we got a solid mix of, like, good pitching, but some timely hitting as well. So I think there was a good mix there. As far as the Braves, though, I mean, look, I, I I was 
on that uh, Acuna hit on, on when he, yeah. uh, he he got robbed a little bit in that uh right. in the in the in the very first at bat of the game. Mm-hmm. I was hoping that was gonna go out. Looked like it was gonna go out at first, but yeah. um, Adolis Garcia made a nice catch out there mm-hmm. in the outfield with the sun in his eyes and all. So got to tip your hat to him. He's an all star as well. But I was mm-hmm. hoping that would go out. But as far as the good goes, I mean the Braves were flashing the leather all day Dang. long and all night long as well. I mean. Sean Murphy, look, if you ain't know about that pop time, you know about right. that pop time. Nobody now. now. Yes. And he had uh he had uh, Orlando Arcia's teammate uh down there to throw out Randy Rosarena. Uh also Austin Riley flashing the leather. He got the lone yeah. hit for the Braves as well. So Austin Riley mm-hmm. had himself a very good game. Um, throwing that uh nice barehanded ground ball over to Matt Olson. Matt Olson made a nice dig, and then yeah. Austin Riley basically ending the eighth inning himself with uh getting that double play, catching the line now, and then throwing it back over to first in time for the out. So look, the Braves showed really how good they were defensively we knew how good they were offensively so the bats were a little quiet but that's okay because they still shined and then we did get to see what we really wanted to see all the Braves infielders out there at one time I was there was a a big part of me hoping that we would see all all six Braves uh all-stars all the all the position players because obviously Bryce uh, Spencer Spencer and Bryce Elder weren't were there because they just finished pitching that raise uh, series yeah so yeah, I was hoping to see. I was hoping to see. You know, Ozzy, Orlando, uh, yeah. Austin, Olsen, Acuna, Sean Murphy, all there at one time. We didn't quite get that, but that's okay. Right. We got the infield all out there at one time, and it, and it looked good. So it was fun to hear. It was fun to hear Ozzy uh, mic'd up too. And Tanitra, I would be reminisced if I didn't get your thoughts on that chain that Ronda Acuna Jr. had out there yesterday. I mean, ooh, that thing was shining, and that was that's quite the piece of jewelry, Tanitra. Yeah. Quite the piece of jewelry. He's so extra. And we love it because this whole city is extra. So it fits. It really, really fits. And that goes to something we say all the time. Yes, we talk about the World Series. And yes, you and I will talk a little bit about what we're looking for in the second half. But Mm -hmm. I think we also have to pause and appreciate what we've seen in the first half. The joy that those guys play with, the openness, the freeness, the swag, all of it is who the Braves are. It's Ronald Acuna Jr. in his chain is really just kind of an an obvious, right? An obvious reference yeah. to who this team is, their new identity, if you will. Because I feel like, you know, the Braves of old were kind of lunch pale, and I'm not mad at, you know, oh, lunch yeah, pale, no. kind of blue collarish. But yeah. I also like the little over the top dramatic flair. We're going to do it like we do yeah. it. And unapologetically, I like this version of the Braves too, because I think that it is a true representation like i said he's a representation of what the city is all about and what i also liked as well going back to the play that you called out it was probably my favorite play of the game i actually watched it and re-watched replays <laughs> of it and that was that bare hand play from yes. austin riley right throwing yeah. to matt olson and matt olson just getting enough of that bag just a second ahead to get the out but why i liked that play the most was because yes the braves bats are the biggest in the league a record in home runs before yep. the all-star break, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. I mean, you could just go down the accolades, but I think right. people forget about the defensive prowess of yes. the Braves as well and how many gold glovers they have. And also when you look at an Austin Riley, it shows how much he's improved, how much commitment he has to his defensive game. Why is that important? Because as you get deeper into this season and more importantly into the postseason, you're going to need your defense. Mm-hmm. to ward off uh, runs, to ward off home runs, et cetera, 
players getting on base or players advancing. You're And of course, you're going to need your pitchers and you're going to need your batting. But I do think that to me, I really like that play the most because it showed that's how multifaceted the Braves are indeed. So speaking of that, you know, we have now become very high on our expectations for yes. what we're going to see in the second half because you did all of those things like 11 straight playoff or series wins, if you will. Some yeah. of which were sweeps with yep. top tier teams. Second half, we know Ronald Acuna Jr. We've already said it. Acuna Jr., he's a Leeds MVP unless something goes MVP. way down the rabbit hole the second half. Right. And of course, that means he's your Braves MVP. But MVP. But for me, I was thinking about this. As the Braves position themselves to really still maintain in that second half of the season, maintaining their lead in the National League and also putting themselves in position, should they get to the World Series to be able to host what is it going to really take for the Braves to do that? And that made me get down to my question to you, which is this. Who's that one player who kind of needs to be that MVP of the second half and really kind of step up his game in order for this team to potentially get back to the World Series? Tanitra, it's a guy we were just talking about, Austin Riley. I think yeah. he needs to yeah. be that guy because, you know, we, we, we've we seen the hot streaks from Matt Olsen. We've seen the hot streaks from Sean Murphy, obviously Ron Acuna Jr., even Ozzy Albies, Orlando Arcia. I feel like the one guy we haven't gotten that true hot streak from, you know, he's been, you know, here and there, mm-hmm. and he still he still had a very good first half. Like, his, his first half is nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. But I feel like look, we all know what Austin Riley can do. Like, we all remember when he came in his rookie year and just set the league ablaze. Yeah. With, I mean, he, he hit a home run, what, like five, six, seven straight games? I can't remember exactly. But, I mean, we've seen what he can do when he gets hot. Exactly. I'm not saying he needs to do exactly that, but I would love to see. And I think the Braves – really could use a hot streak from Austin Riley because when that dude gets hot, I mean, he's like he's like Acuna with his power. I mean, he his yeah. power alone can carry a team. So, plus, we, we saw last night what he can do defensively. So, yes. if he gets on a real tear offensively and defensively, I think that'll be a huge shot in the arm for the Braves and it'll allow them to keep on this on this pace that they've been uh they, they've they've started in the first half. So, Austin yeah. Riley is my guy that I think needs to be the second half MVP. I like it. And he's my pick, too, because, yes, we saw what we needed to see defensively, had a nice hit. We, we love that because maybe that's a foreboding or maybe that's right. a foreshadowing, rather, of what we're going to see in the second half from him. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, when you look at his 22 numbers, now, of course, that's 159 games versus the 89 he's played so far this season. But mm-hmm. last year, yeah, 90 runs, uh, 168 hits, if you will, um, an OPS of 878, OBP of 349, just numbers just way up there, 6.5. So all of those numbers, for the most part, so far this year are down. But the good news is that they're creeping up because yeah. he is already at 61 runs. So let, let's you know give credit for that, right? And 94 right. hits, low key. They may not be all the home runs that we're accustomed to, but they're there. So yes. 16 home runs. Last year, he got 38. I feel like he's the guy who, A, we need to see actually get to back to himself and B, I believe yeah. he's the guy that can actually get there. So yeah, we're looking for a lot out of the Braves. We know, of course, they've got a couple of days off before they get back to Truist Park to host the White Sox. But yeah, it's going to be very interesting. I just say too that I hope we all appreciate the history that we saw made yes. in the first half because it was a beautiful, beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. You know what it else was. is beautiful? When we all tap in, and hopefully you did. Last night, especially if you were 
betting on the National League. Well, you probably made some money off that because <laughs> that's what FanDuel is all about, right? So you take your first swing at betting Major League Baseball right there on FanDuel, and you can get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. Now, where else do they do that? Only at FanDuel. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks. I mean, that's probably what? two lattes or three lattes at Starbucks, take that money and do something good with it. You'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. So to me, that's like a win all the way around. That's 200. You can spend betting everything from the money line to the over under to who you think is going to maybe hit that first home run. So like I said, last night, if you bet on the national league, it was probably a good look for you. And in the second half, how many games will the Braves actually win? That could be a bet for you. Do Are they going to have any Cy Young contenders? We look at the surprise that Bryce Elder has been. Are they going? Is Ronald Acuna Jr. going to finish out this season and get what he deserves, which is the MVP? All of this is on an app that's safe, secure, and it's actually pretty user-friendly. So when you win, you can get paid instantly. And we all know we love real money, real time. So there's no better place to bet on MLB than FanDuel. It's America's number one sports book. Sign up today. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. And FanDuel, of course, is the official partner of Major League Baseball. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Now, for the culture is what we are doing just about now, right? That's where we talk to you guys about sports, entertainment, or whatever Dylan wants to talk about today. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about what Dylan wants to talk about today because he's actually more of a movie buff and a movie connoisseur than I could ever be. So we'll start <laughs> there. <laughs> of course, we all know that um, it's that season where we're getting movie premieres. It's the summer yes. blockbusters. And of course, we know that Tom Cruise is right back in the driver's seat, right? We got another Mission Impossible. And from the rate, the reviews is getting pretty rave reviews, right? Mm -hmm. So there was a premiere Tuesday evening right here in Atlanta. And everybody's, you know, filing into line into the movie theater. And who do they see but Tom Cruise? Folks <laughs> lost their ever-loving minds. That's crazy. Yeah, because you know how you do like a double yeah. take because right. we have a lot of superstars and a lot of celebrities, celebrities right. in the city. So it doesn't necessarily overpower you. But every now and again, you'll be like, what? So I know that's what I would have done if I had seen Tom yeah. Cruise. But Dylan, if you think about a movie theater or your gym, the grocery store, wherever, who would you be shocked and maybe tongue-tied about if you saw that particular celebrity pull up? Oh, it's it's a couple. I'm going to give you my top two. I'm going to give you my top two. So uh, number one, on, on the female side, if I ever saw Zendaya ever, anywhere, like, I'd be like, <laughs> I wouldn't know what to say. I probably would just, like, freeze. Like, I don't know what I would do. I, like, I would literally be I would literally be shocked. Um, she just does great work. Like, yeah. 
Her work on Euphoria is amazing. I mean, oh, she's yeah. just an amazing actress uh, all around, and you know, she's she's on she's on the up and up. I mean, she's really already there, but I mean, she's 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 going even higher. So uh, Zendaya's one. The other one, probably for me on the music side, is Drake. He's my favorite artist, and we all we all know how big Drake is. He he's on tour right now, so I'm definitely gonna be at that Atlanta show one way or another. Um, but he would be he would be other guy. And I know, like I forget what year it was, but there was a, just a a rant. I forget what year, but one year, a couple years back, there was just a random day. He was just randomly in the Apple Store at Lenox. So you know, I I missed out. I didn't get to see him that day. But you know, Drake has been known to pull up in Atlanta. So there you go. There it <laughs> those, is. I those love it. Though I look, I love that. And I think for me, it would probably be, especially if I was actually like, I don't know, at probably somebody else's concert, because obviously Mary J. Blige would be on the stage performing. Right. <laughs> but I think if I saw her anywhere, I would probably, I've always said, that's like my number one interview. If I ever get to interview her, I would love literally it. probably have to have like breathing exercises because <laughs> I would lose it. So yeah, if I just randomly saw her walking through FIPS or you know, at my gym or someplace like that, I would probably absolutely lose it. And then on the men's side, this is a, actually not an actor a lot of people know about, but he's a good look. His name is Keith Robinson, right? And so, oh, yeah. oh you might know Keith Robinson. I love him to death. Uh, he, I first saw him on Half and Half, and I just thought, oh man, he's like super handsome. But he actually, <laughs> he actually lives here in Atlanta. So yeah, I might actually be able to see him one of these. There you days. go. But what you guys will always see when you stop by ATL Day Ones is a good show because of course, when Jarvis isn't here, when I'm not here, we bring you the absolute good guest host like Dylan. So we appreciate Dylan for stopping by. Appreciate you guys for stopping by. And don't forget when you check us out on YouTube, make sure you leave a comment because we do check the comments out and we appreciate you for that and of course download us wherever you get your podcast we will see you tomorrow with what more braves talk more falcons talk more dream united and all things atl have a good day hey prime members you can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on amazon music Download the Amazon Music app today.